Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, has their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Bridgestone Weather Peak. But did you know they sell other automotive products as well? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, just go to TireRack.com slash sports, TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What well, I want you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Man, welcome in. Welcome in. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So I woke up today. I was super fired. I'm fired up. It's game day. It's Chargers, Chiefs, right? Chargers after a... After like what felt like a decade-long stretch of not beating the Chiefs, they've won twice the last two times in Arrowhead. And then, you know, Jay Stu hits me with his ultimate downer. Nobody's going to watch it because it's on Amazon Prime. And then we kind of go through the list without, without ask, asking the guys, like, everybody has Amazon Prime. So has I, I guess the question becomes, Jason, has your – and I do know the number is going to be down – but one, it's partially because it's streamed, but partially because people don't know it's streamed, you know, and there'll be the, I got to find it. I got to find it. I got to find it. And then eventually, but I, I do think more people, how many people have Amazon prime? That's the question, right? But anybody who's ever, you know, I've launched a radio network. I, I did the first ever ESPN U broadcast. We did an ESPN U broadcast, me and Mike Hall. Do you guys remember Mike Hall? He, now he works for the big 10 network. He won the original dream job. Mike Hall and I, we did it. We did a, like a whole segment when the lights went out in the studios. And I was singing, when the lights go down in the studio, right? Um, but that's what launching a new network is. Amazon, they hired some really good people. Most of them from, ABC, from uh, NBC. 
Of course, they got Herbie doing the games with Al Michaels. It should be incredible. But how many people do you guys think have Amazon Prime? Take it. Take a take a guess. Uh, let's see, hundred million people. Uh, okay, what do you think there? Without looking, Dan Beyer. Without looking, how many people? <laughs> is this, oh, without looking is let's oh, yeah, make look. Dan look stupid. That's, <laughs> no, that's what it's code for. I don't know, fifty million. Okay, uh, Ramos, you got between fifty. You can, yeah, well, and fifty to hundred. Yeah, I would or you say go, I'll go right or you in go, the middle. Or you go one hundred and one. No, no, meaning I'll, you think it's higher than. I'll go seventy-five. Keep it in the twenty-fives uh, here. Okay, so again, this is just based upon Earthweb.com reports that um, in 2022, Amazon Prime users worldwide, 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 148 million, 148.6 million. Um, so that, again, that's that's wor- worldwide. Okay, now in the U.S., I'm guessing that does Amazon Prime big outside the U.S. The um, the number I'm seeing in as as soon as July is 176 million. Wow. And yeah. Oh wait, hold on a second. I think you're right. 142. Anyway. I got a hundred. Uh, I got 148.6. That's it. As 148.6. But you have to. I mean, that's like users. But if you're talking about a home and watching on TV, there's you know two or three people in the home. So isn't that 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 basically covers the United States. Everybody in the United States has access to Prime tonight, right? Seventy-one percent of households have at least one connected smart TV. It was fifty-eight percent in two thousand twenty. Like I, I I don't know. Like I'm I'm this. It's like a fascinating test case, you know, it's a fascinating test case. And I, you know, for for years it was like, who's going to be the first one to take the money from Silicon Valley? Apple streaming, you know, they get Apple Plus, you get Netflix, you got Amazon, you got Hulu, you got you know, all these all these different ones. Obviously, ESPN Plus, NBC has Peacock. Who's going to be the first to put but to put a major sporting event on streaming only? And it's the NFL. So what's your what's your general because what's weird about it is uh, if. And, and we don't know the, the number breakdown, right? If 148 million people have Amazon Prime, but 71% of households have smart connected uh, TVs, does that mean that 71% of the 148? Or is there a greater percentage of the 148 or a lesser percentage of the 148? Yes, John Ramos. So you mentioned the fact that the games will be televised locally for the local teams. Uh, we noticed tonight the game here in Los Angeles uh, for the Chargers is on uh, 11, which here in L.A. is a Fox channel but yet this is amazon is so it's just are they just taking the amazon feed i assume yes. on a fox station it's not yes. a fox backed crew it's not it's just they're just the 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 median i guess Fire. I, i'm gonna I, I just john saying that takes me back to when fox took over the nfl in the 90s where i lived we did not have a fox affiliate we did not have fox tv so when people were, you know, I guess there was no social media back then, but there was a buzz about 90210 and shows like that. Some of those shows would be replayed on local affiliates, but what had to happen for the NFL was an agreement had to be made to do what John is saying, is that the Fox broadcast was shown, what ended up for us in north central Wisconsin, was shown on the local ABC market. So this... This is, you know, like, this is deja vu all over again for, you know, like some of those instances. But what we we got the full NFL package. You weren't missing games. You definitely weren't going to miss Packer games. But, yeah, there was no Fox uh, in our TV market at that time. It's funny you bring that up because it actually brings up a, a, an omission night. I haven't made to you guys that I need to. It's just it's a little embarrassing. I don't know if it's embarrassing or not embarrassing, but I'm just going to say it. I've never watched an episode of 90210. Not even one. <laughs> There's like three incarnations of it. You never saw any one of the three, I think? Not a single one. Okay. I know a couple of the people that were on them, like, oh, who, where are they from? Oh, they're 90210. That one and Melrose Place, never seen an episode. Not even one. Couldn't tell you this, a single thing about it. 
I mean, that, it's not totally unusual. We get kind of myopic with our TV viewing. Like, I've never seen an episode of Saved by the Bell, and for whatever reason, that's a huge deal with people. I feel like Saved by the Bell is a bigger deal now than it was then. I, I could be wrong. I guess I just didn't I think watch. You're right. Yes. I didn't watch that much TV when I was a kid, but I don't. I also don't remember like none of my friends referenced it. You know, like, oh, did you see that Saved by the Bell thing? Like, I don't. I don't know if it was ever that big a thing. It's one of those that everybody says. I used to watch that show. And you're like, did you really reruns of it? It was on yes. TBS. Was that where I think it really, really took off? Yeah, it's not a great show. Oh, it's I, awful. It's I mean, awful. But, but I mean, it's meant. It's made for the exact audience that was made for, which is teenage kid. You know, kids. Why those do we are going to be down shows for teenage kids? I don't know. I'm just telling you. Back then, like, maybe they're better kids now. Kids. For teenagers. no, they're still bad. Ah. I mean, <laughs> that's still horrible. Um. Yeah. They're 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 different, but but terrible altogether at once. I don't know. Um, I think shows like Nine Two and they start off being like the show for. You know, the high schoolers, the early college people. And then as they get their foot on the ground, then they start making statements, you know, about, you know, things that go on with high school kids and college kids, whether it's, you know, drugs. But it always starts off just they want to get their foot on the ground. So they're like, hey, we're going to a football game tonight. Hey, we're going to a big party. Everybody's drinking. And then as they get more of a foothold, then like, hey, you know, drinking is wrong. You know, then they start telling you, making the statement shows. Was nine hundred two one zero a good show? Like we, I we all, it, uh, I, th- I thought it was good. I thought it was interesting. Um, you know, and Luke, Perry, are we talking about the Luke Perry, Jason Priestley one, yeah, the, the real one. Show? Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was a good show for the age group and the people it was trying to target. Yes, Jay Stu, do you agree? No, yeah, I think it had at that time. It was like the irreverent show that was because they they dealt with adult matters. That was kind of the criticism of the show as well is that these high school kids were dealing with things that you deal with well after high school and a couple of the cast members uh what's his name dylan perry luke perry luke perry and the and the the woman that's ahead of the uh gabriel cartier yeah, yeah they were like 38 and yeah, they were like way out of high, high school people <laughs> so that was that was ridiculous but i remember thinking this is a cool irreverent show at the time yeah Byer, I think you're. I feel like based on your voice, you're with me. Like I didn't watch any of that well, crap either. Again, we didn't. We didn't have it. Like if it replayed at like midnight, you had to make sure to turn off your VCR's power if you wanted to time record it. <laughs> you know, so it was like. But I, I did watch some of the episodes. I remember some of the Peach Pit. I was, I was, you know, into it as much as you can without being, you know, a regular watcher. But there, there was, you know, no Simpsons then either for That's us crazy. to watch. You know, it's, it's funny you talk about recording things. Um, my dad, we had our the first VCR I remember. It had either the button that you had to press down to record, or there was like a like a attached kind of clicker that you had to like flip up if you wanted to record. And so I just remember that that, that that's my childhood when he was coaching or he he was a racquetball player, or whatever. You know, he'd like tell everybody or leave a note like, make sure you t- press press record at 12 o'clock because the you know t- he's, he's a huge New York Giants fan because the Giants were on right and somebody better come hell or high water somebody better press record somebody better be home to press record and just kind of let it run and then the entire day he was out doing his thing and I, I guess at some point you press stop recording um, but no one was allowed to talk about any sort of game with him because he's like, I don't, I, I don't tell me anything because I got to watch the game when I get home. He'd like walk into it at gym or a party, a gathering, a dinner. Just don't say anything. I got the game taped at home. Like what game? Don't tell you anything about the game. I don't know what game you're talking about. <laughs> now, with this Amazon thing, like you can literally press a button. It's on your phone. And I know, I, I get what you're saying, Jay Stu, is everybody's got a big, beautiful TV at home. Why wouldn't you watch it at home? But it's a Thursday. You know, you might have something else going on. Like, now you're like, oh, I could sit there and watch my phone and go to my, like, my son has football practice. Like, I'm going to go there. And I'm going to watch, and then I'm going to watch the game while I'm doing it. It is, it's one, here's what, here's what it is. Not everybody has it. A lot of people complain. It's different. But my guess is, once you get into it, you're like, well, why don't we do this a long time ago? Yeah, why don't we do this a long time ago? 
Because if you watch sports now on an app, like if you watch ESPN Plus on an app, you know, and your kid's got a ball game on Saturday, you're sitting there going like, this is the greatest thing ever. Ever. Yes, John Ramos. I think you're 100% correct about the easiness of it to get to you. What I do agree with Jason is like, me personally, I don't want to watch a game on my phone. I want to watch it on my 50-inch television set with surround sound and stuff like that. So, wow, yes. Sound inches. like a sound like a humble brag. Yeah. Wow, no kidding. <laughs> I, want a, I want my, you know, I have the, uh, what's the real expensive Harman Kardon? Yeah, yeah. The- <laughs> you walk in, you're like, Cuss, how much here? Like, dude, I was at Target. It was like three ninety nine for hey, a big screen. This one's like $4,000. What's the deal? Look, I don't splurge on many things, but when it comes to audio and yeah. video, I yeah. am a big time person. Like, I have a... Dolby Atmos and stuff like that. Like, I'm all into the sound and stuff. But, yeah, I do think you're right. Uh, Convenient-wise, I could be at Lucas's game and, like, I'm watching the game. This is cool. But that's not how I want to watch the game. I want to watch it. No, I mean, like, even – even and I I have this in my house, right? Even you're grilling outside, right? And I have the surround sound speakers so you can hear it outside. But – I don't have, maybe I need to add, the TV outside, right, to where with your grilling you can sit there and watch and kind of like craning your neck to look back inside. Like now you put on your phone and you carry your phone with you and then you walk outside and you're flipping some meat, whatever, you get caught in the conversation, you, you want to go outside and play catch or something with your kid. I know it's later on the East Coast if you're watching. Not a lot of East Coast people watch this, but I do think Midwest will. Um, you know, it, there, there's an ease of it. Byer, what's your, isn't your set, you have a t- two TV setup, right? I I have a three TV setup when I do the uh, when I do the Red Zone show from home, but downstairs it's just a one TV. Uh, but I've got are, an area upstairs where are you when your Seahawks are on? Are you does Lisa like I can't talk to you? You're watching the Seahawks? No, no. It used to be like that when Ohio State would play back in the day, but I would want to watch the game by myself at home. But I was also a loser, um, so that that helped. <laughs> now um, he's a winner. <laughs> <laughs> now he's a, why were you a loser? Because you no, want to watch the game. Like that's how you want to watch the game. That doesn't make you a loser. Yeah, I know. It was you know. I just I would watch it by myself in my apartment. I mean, a little bit. Time. A little bit. But, I mean, yeah. yeah, like you know, you were dotting the eye like by yourself at halftime. That was a little weird. Listen, little weird. I there's there there's there's times when you know, hey, we Nick Junior's on instead, so I'll now pop the game on my phone because we're all downstairs and. You know, I don't want to leave uh, the little guy and mom running around. See, that's why you need you know? the eye nanny, also known as the iPad. Yes. You know, <laughs> hey, look there, buddy. Look, let's let's uh, let's let's watch right there. There you go, uh, Jay Stu. What's the setup at ho- at home? On Sunday, let's see. We got, um, you know, I cut the cord too. So my YouTube TV um, is functional on three devices, which I have on my big screen. My uh, biggest laptop screen, and then my little Chromebook. So it's kind of it's a poor man's uh, what Dan's got set up. I've got a, an actual TV and then two computers next week. Yeah, so you got you got the, the kind of get up set, ghetto setup, right? But you don't you don't have the wires going everywhere, right? You don't have the, like the you're not, right, not all the wires. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I love the I love the idea. You had the big screen, then you have a second screen. Now you got the phone as a third screen, or if you have a second screen in there, I I love that. I love that. I, I'm fascinated by this. How many people are going to watch? More people have Amazon Prime. Now, I don't know. A part of the Amazon Prime thing, and this is kind of what you're getting to, J- J- Stu, is a lot of people that have Amazon Prime don't actually use Amazon Prime to watch TV shows and movies. Uh, they have Amazon Prime because it has free shipping. Uh, they have Amazon Prime for all the, the Prime deals you have. They're like, hey, did you know that you can watch Billions on Amazon Prime? Like, you can? Yeah. And there's some... I, I would I'd be interested to know the percentage breakdown of people that actually watch TV, and then you have a smaller percentage of people that are actually going to watch the game. But I, I I would think the numbers will be low. My guess is the production is really good. There'll be a lot of complaining about not being able to see it. At the end of the day, if anybody who wanted to see the game is going to see the game, and then the question is who's going to win the game? All right, we got to get to that. We got to get to our picks, some analysis, if you will. Coming up in the Doug Gottlieb Show live from the Tyrac dot com studios. Um, I'm going to talk to a player. He had a big day in the Steelers' week one win over the Bengals. Crazy. You turn, you, you turn the Bengals over five times and still need a blocked extra point to win the game. What was it like? You'll find out next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. <laughs> 
Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cotero Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. Uh, Doug Gottlieb with you here on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app. I think finding out how people watch events is always, I don't know, I just, that's interesting to me. And it's, it's a little bit like kind of what we talked about to start the show is everybody thinks like in their own world, this is how everybody operates, but you, you truly do not. Um, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, first, let's catch up with Alex Highsmith, shall we? Al- Alex Highsmith is a Steelers linebacker. I mean, Steelers are synonymous with their linebackers. He's in his third season. He had three sacks in their win over the Bengals, nine tackles. They, sur- they survived. I mean, that was a crazy, crazy game. Alex Highsmith joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Alex, how are you? I'm doing great, Doug. How are you doing? Thanks for having good, me on. Good. How, how did, when, you, when you reviewed the film, how did you think you played? Um, I feel like uh, I feel like I had a good start in my, my, my third year. Um, this is something that was big for me. I feel like I wanted to get off to a fast start, but... 
uh, no matter how I play, I feel like I can always, I can always play better. And I reviewed the film on the past couple of days, Monday and Tuesday, and I feel like there's a lot of areas that I can improve on. And so I'm just looking forward to doing that uh, going into week two this Sunday against the Patriots. You know, you, you, last year you started every game. And now you're now you're like officially a vet, right? Year two, you're a vet, but you still you start a couple games your rookie year. Um, but in terms of getting back out there, what's that feeling like? Kickoff against the defending AFC champions, division rival. In terms of um, the speed of the game and year three, and how much it slowed down for you. Yeah, this as soon as I remember, as soon as the schedule came out, I was I've been looking forward to this game because I know the past couple of years, you know, we went in there and um, you know they kind of steamrolled us and we didn't get the result that we wanted. So I think it was important for us to go in there, just get a fast start, and I think that's what we did. You know, defense came out fast, uh, created a lot of havoc in the first uh, in the first half, and so I'm just excited for for where we're headed. Um, you know, I feel like that was a big game because Coach Tomlin always talks about ASC North balls. It's, those games are weighted differently, so. Um, I feel like that was just a big, big game for us, and uh, you know we, get, we got out of there with the victory. It's the craziest game I ever played in my life, that's for sure. You know, I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up because I watched some of it and listened to some of it as well, um, and it, it was it was portrayed as crazy. I mean, think about it: you turn them over, you turn Joe Burrow over five times, and then you still need a blocked extra point to win the game. I mean, that's crazy literally crazy how much it took for you guys to just find a way to put them away yeah it was just the whole back and forth after especially in overtime like them missing us missing and now i knew the second time that that bobs went out there like he wasn't gonna miss you know we don't call him money bobs for a reason though he's, he's he delivers in clutch moments um and i you know i think his history against the Bengals shows that and um yeah but it was it was just wild and, and then uh i just Definitely one of the probably the craziest game I've, I've ever played in my life for sure. Are you are you are you on special teams? Are you on the kick block team? Uh, yeah, I'm on the I'm on the, uh, the block kick team. I still remember um, we just I remember talking before and it was like, man, we got to go because they they scored that touchdown and like I was like, dang, like I thought thought like you know everyone was like kind of hanging their heads low, but it's like we got we still we still can t- uh, keep this game tied. We can still go to overtime and we just came out with the mentality uh, that we got to block this kick. And uh, Minka just delivered a heck of a play, um, and, he, and you know it's one one of the main reasons we got out of that stadium with the, with the victory. Okay, so what I mean, obviously, like every NFL guy would sit there and go, "You got to block down," and you guys overloaded, I guess, your right, their left side of the line of scrimmage. Okay, so what what actually is discussed? Like you're sitting there, okay, we got to block this kick. Some of the guys are thinking the game's over, but what actually is discussed when you're getting ready to go out there? I think uh, just what. The- position that Minka plays, I think he just did a, does a good job, and so I think um, just discussing, first off, like keep keeping eyes on that ball, like having the best get-off of your life, like that's that's what's being discussed. Like, as soon as that ball snapped, like, we gotta go, because like, this is a do-or-die moment, and I feel like uh, we had that in us, Minka had that in him, uh, to, be able to, to be able to deliver in that moment. TJ's hurt. Um, he obviously wants to play this year. That type of injury... It's really hard, right? Whether it's fully torn or partially torn in in the pack, uh, what does that do? I mean, I, what what does that do to your defense? Not ha- definitely not going to happen this week. What's what's that change about your defense? Man, I think uh, it's definitely hard to lose a guy like TJ Watt. You know, he's the best in the world at what he does, and um, you know, I think it's going to be so important for the guys who are coming in uh, to just be able to come come in and produce and deliver. I think we've got good quality guys who are going to be able to come in and do that for us, uh, whether that's Malik Reed, Jameer Jones, uh, Delonte Scott, and some other guys. And um, I'm just excited for the opportunity that these guys have coming up. Um, but it, it definitely sucks losing a guy like T.J. Watt cause like I said, he's the best in the world at what he does. And um, I know how much he loves football. And just him being at practice, I can just tell that, like, man, he wants to be out there. So it, it definitely sucks. Yeah, it 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 does it, it does suck. What's it like been? For, what's it been like for the defense? Considering so much of the discussion has been about the offense, specifically who's going to play quarterback. Uh, I think you know we've just kind of been honing in on us, and I think that's why we were so successful um, on uh, on Sundays because you know we know that you know if, if we can win games, if we can control them, we can create turnovers, and that's what we did, and so. Um, I know as defensive, we just have to continue to be consistent, continue to have uh, a start fast attitude. That, that's what um, the reason we didn't win, win 
as many games as we did last year is because we didn't get off the fast starts at the beginning of the game, uh, particularly defensively. So I think the reason uh, we got off to a good start is just because we had that mindset. So I think we just just not get complacent um, after having a good game like that. And like I said, no matter how we play, I feel like we can always play better. There's 20 points on the scoreboard, so whenever there's points on the scoreboard, you can always play better. Can you, have you been able to figure out the Patriots? I'm not sure they know what they're doing. Do you know what they're doing? Yeah, I think you know, I think they got a dynamic offense, and you know it's going to be a challenge for us coming up. You know, Mac Jones is a, a you know good good quarterback. He's very versatile, uh, passing passing and running. They also have a really good running attack. So I think uh, stopping the run is just going to be um, really important for us because I feel like it's going to be a, a smash mouth game. And so uh, I'm just excited for the challenge ahead. You know, Coach Belichick, you know, is one one of the greatest. And, uh, he's, he's always going to have a, um, a good plan, and so it's going to be a challenge for us, and I, I can't wait for Sunday. Alex Highsmith, a talented young linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers, joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. If I would have told you during your red shirt year at Charlotte that you were going to be a starting linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers, the, the franchise that it's synonymous with a lot of things, linebacker is it, the, the position it's most synonymous with, of, of any in the NFL is the linebacker uh, of Pittsburgh Steelers. What, what would you have said if I told you that during your redshirt year at Charlotte? Man, I had I'd always had the dream of, the, of going to the NFL. That's always been my dream, and it, it wasn't a reality at that moment. But I would have been like, man, that's pretty awesome. But I knew I knew that I had had that dream, you know, going up my whole life, and maybe that that dream became real to me in my senior year when I started getting looks and stuff like that. But uh, I'm just blessed to be in the position that I'm at, and I feel like I'm. I truly play for, play for the best organization in the NFL, and I just love playing linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers because all the history of the linebackers that they've had, like, I just want to be able to have, have my name to that list. Now, you were super young, right? I mean, because you were a walk-on, and I think, did you graduate at seven, high school at 17? Uh, 15, so I was... Wait, wait, 15? Uh, yeah, so I, I played five years. I played five years in, at Charlotte. Wait, 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 wait. You, you graduated high school at 15 years old? My fault, my fault. I graduated at 17. I thought you, yeah, oh. I thought you meant 2017. No, 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 no. You, you, you were, sorry, yeah. sorry. We're, we're talking years and numbers. So you were, you were 17. How, how big were you when you were walk on and shot your first year? You get to campus, how big are you? Like, I was probably like 6'2", 230. And I, 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 when I got there, like, you know, they had the meal plan for us. I ate a lot. Like, I got, I gained a lot of weight, but it wasn't good weight. Like, I got pretty chubby. Not not super chubby, but like you could tell that like it wasn't the best weight. And then I remember my sophomore year, I lost a lot of weight because I had I had like a hamstring injury my sophomore year, and like I remember they had me doing like elliptical every day, and that made me lose a lot of weight. And then my junior year, um, really probably my best year to that point, I gained weight back the right way. I started eating right and uh, getting my nutrition right, and I think that's when things kind of had changed for me. Um, you know, in college, and then I'm having a good senior year. All right, t- tonight tonight's game is on Amazon. Are you a, are you a cord cutter? Are you a streamer, or do you got the net, the cable? What, what do you got working at home? Uh, I'm a streamer. I think I'll be uh, watching on on Prime, and I, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a good matchup. It's two you know two AFC powerhouses on this, in the same division. I know Charles. I remember the game last year, the Chargers and Chiefs Thursday night game was was a good one. So I'm definitely going to be watching tonight. It's going to be a good one. What's an NFL linebacker? What's your setup like? One TV, multiple TVs, gigantic TV, couch. What 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 what's what's the what's the setup like at the house? I'm a big projector guy. Um, I, I, have, I have a projector that I love using. I play my game on it. Um, I'll even watch film on it sometime too, because um, I got a little hookup for it. And uh, but I, I think it's just much projector is probably my favorite thing because I just love I love the huge screen and um, I, I have TVs you know in other rooms in the house. But most of the time I'm either I'm, I'm, I'm in my basement watching it watching football on the projector. Are you a, are you a TV in the are you a TV in the bathroom guy? Uh, no, no TVs in the bathroom in my house. Okay, I just didn't. Cool. I, it would be cool, right? You're in, a, you're in the bath. Like I don't really take baths, but I took baths. There's a TV there. I might stay there all day. I just, I, I just might. All right, got got the Pat Sunday, three sacks. That's hard to top, but we'll see if you can top it. Uh, congrats on an amazing first game and a wild first game and being one and zero. Thanks for being our guest, Alex. Yes, sir. Thank you, Doug. Thanks for having me on. All right, that's Alex Highsmith, talented linebacker. Guy goes from being a walk on at Charlotte. Charlotte. Okay, remember, it used to be UNC Charlotte. Now it's Charlotte, right? Charlotte started a football program, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago. So walk out of Charlotte to the starting linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers and had an unbelievable first game. That game was wild. Um, speaking of which, tonight's game. Tonight's game. 
I'm going to go last because this is Jay Stu. Do you want to lead us off? Like, what's your we're we're Charger guys, but we're also real. I think we're pretty real. Part of being a Charger fan is you got to be pretty realistic, and you do think something bad's going to always going to happen. Um, Chargers are a four point dog. Chiefs are four point favorite. Over under is fifty four in the game. I think we we talked either Sunday night or Monday morning, and I said, "Man, Keenan Allen's not going to be playing," and the Chiefs are only they're only like maybe three-point favorites at that point. Yeah, I would have taken the Chiefs at that point. I think I'm taking the Chiefs tonight. That, that number just seems low, given the fact that the Chargers are missing uh, their biggest receiving weapon. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to do what fans do. I'm going to hedge against myself and take the Chiefs plus four, or minus four, minus four. Uh, okay, uh, Dan Byer, what do you got? Yeah, I like the Chiefs as well, and it's just more of the Chargers' recent success over Kansas City uh, and uh, the games that they've played in KC. So um, I'm going to take the Chiefs tonight with uh, with everything that Jason said, and I think it's also the Chargers are going to be defending a different Chiefs team than they have in the past, and I think that could pose problems. They, they've always they seem to have struggled. They really struggle around the goal line against some of those jet sweeps. They they've struggled to cover now. Obviously, it's different with Brandon Staley. It's different with Derwin James uh, being fully healthy. It's different, I think, with Khalil Mack. But I, I'm I'm with you. Like I know they've won the last two times, but there's a lot of a lot of games where the Chiefs have just mollywhomped them. Um, all right, uh, John Ramos, who do you like? Well, I'm going to go against both of you. I love the the Chargers tonight. I think this is a coming out game for Herbert. I think he's he's going to show that this is a season where he takes another step forward. Um, yeah, Keenan Allen doesn't help, uh, but uh, Gerald Everett's there. He made some big plays last week as they're tied in. And they still got Mike Williams and a couple other guys here. Then, of course, Eckler, always tough out of the backfield. Um, and the defense. The defense is different than last year. I think they really showed last week that they can rush the quarterback and, and cause a lot of problems. I think I like the... The uh, Chargers tonight, and I definitely like them uh, by at least a, t- a touchdown. Well, they, don't, well. they don't even have, they don't even have to, to cover. You can just say the money line, right? And okay, the uh, money line. Yeah, j- just 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 some uh, fantasy implications. Do you like Eckler more or less without Keenan Allen? I, I would guess more. Now, I mean, like yes. Eckler's a, a second, first or second round pick anyway. So, I, I mean, also I also think that there's there has to be an opportunity for Mike Williams. Please, this may be, can you please? I mean, just it, throw him the ball. Can we get him the ball? Yeah, <laughs> it has to. But again, there were seven different Chargers with four targets last week. That, that's that's spreading the football around. I know there's a lot of talk of what's DeAndre Carter going to do. Um, you know, is it an uptick for uh, Joshua Palmer? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would I would still I, I would hold off on putting DeAndre Carter in my lineup for, uh, for anybody. I, if you wanted to pick him up or you picked him up, that's fine. But I would I would still you know be a little weary of of that. Maybe Gerald Everett, if you're weak in tight ends, you're in a you know a, a deeper league. Uh, that could be an option. I'd, I'd I'd rather play Gerald Everett than I would uh, you know someone like DeAndre Carter. Um, uh, you know, look, my, my fear the I think everybody knows that every team in this division struggles at right tackle, right? Struggles at right. Like go and look, the Chiefs right tackle not great. Raiders right tackle not great. Trey Pip, uh, Pipkins not great, right? Now they they love Rashawn Slater left tackle, right right tackle. Um, and so some of that is some of your kind of limiting factors in who you're going to play. Are we going to chip with, you know, what you're going to do with Eckler? Like, there's there's a lot to it. Um, Keenan's a stud. He's a great route runner. And Mike Williams, um, there's a, he makes some spectacular plays. But there's, in terms of volume of receptions, I'm a little concerned. I think the Chargers are really good defensively. I just, I just do. I mean, I, I don't think, I mean, was, was Derek Carr not good last week? Sure, but some of the like, do we ever give credit to the Chargers defense? They got, you know, they got Joey Bosa on one side, and they got Khalil Mack on the other. Khalil Mack had three sacks last week. Um, I know it was close when it shouldn't have been. That's classic Charger football, but that's classic NFL football. I think this this coaching staff is a much better feel. I don't like the quick turnaround. I don't like the specific injuries they have in the red zone. Not having Keenan Allen, not having uh, Parham. Uh, as a six foot eight, six foot nine target tight end, I think it's a really close game. Um, I'm I'm torn here because I could see it where it's like that Rams Chiefs game from a couple years ago where they just lighten up the scoreboard. 
Uh, but it feels like both teams are going to try and establish the run this early in the season, doesn't it? Like, the Chiefs really want to run the football, and I think the Chargers want to run the football. Um, I'm with you guys, though. I think the Chiefs win this game. Uh, I think that, and my my only the line is is what's in question because I think it's a close football game. I think three to four is a massive, massive jump. So I'm going to take the Chiefs, and I'm going to take the under. Everybody thinks it'll be over a high scoring game, fifty four. I'm going to I'm going to take the under. Even even if it was a blowout, that'd be thirty four to twenty. I don't see that many points being scored. I'm going to take the Chiefs and the under in today's game. I just want to add if if what if John what John says happens tonight. The Chargers would be the best team in the NFL. You talk about those two wins, you know, against division rivals. um, Short week, you mentioned, to go on the road to beat Kansas City. Uh, I... I don't know. Maybe the Vikings, if they were, you know, were to win on on Monday night in Philadelphia, would have you know two wins that match that. But this would be tough to match. There hasn't been a moment, and this is just just take it for what it's worth. Okay, there hasn't been a moment. I know probably four people over there in that in that building, and you know, like uh, like it was yesterday when they were traveling, whatever. But you know, throughout the off season, when any of these moves were made, hasn't been a moment in which any anybody was like, yeah, that really hurts us, you know. And I'm talking about the. You know, Devontae Adams, who was great last week, or Russell Wilson, who's a very, obviously a very talented, accomplished quarterback. They really like what they have. So um, I, I don't know if they think they're the best team in the NFL. I would agree with you that to date, they would, those would be the two best wins. And I think talent wise, they're right at the table with anybody, with everybody. Sure. But you, yeah, at some point, the Chargers, they got to show us. We can't just see it on paper, and 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 I and and when it matters, can't win games when it doesn't matter. Bills would have a couple of good wins if they would beat the Titans, but I don't know how much we believe in the Titans. I think we yeah. believe more in the Raiders and the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a it's a it's a great discussion. We'll see if we'll have that tomorrow. Coming up next in the Doug Gottlieb Show, live from the Tyrac dot com studios. Changes coming to the College Football National Championship game. What change? Find out next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. 
Celia Cruz, Azúcar, Harold G, La Bichota, Cristina Aguilera, Extina, just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cotto Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. The Doug Gottlieb Show is on Fox Sports Radio, live from the Tyrac.com studios. Let's get you an update on everything going on, some opinion on all of it, plus a reminder of our picks for the game tonight. Let's get to the press. The press. Dan Byer, what do you got? Doug, let's give you a taste of the NFL as we start out. Seahawks safety Jamal Adams is going to miss the entire rest of the 2022 season. Bummer. After suffering a torn quad tendon in the first half of their win against Denver. Uh, I already sent my picks this Sunday for uh, uh, for our 5 for 5 for mm-hmm. tomorrow. Uh, but one of those picks, and I, I'm guessing, Dan, you actually probably agree with this, even though you're a Seahawks fan. Man, I, I I just love the Niners this weekend. I just do. I mean, it's a big number, but yeah, and, and especially considering how inept they looked offensively. But we have a tendency to overreact. I think the Niners are far better, and then no Jamal Adams. And I I do think that Denver figured out Geno Smith in the second half. Um, Nick Bose said home. Yeah, I really like the Niners this week. It's probably, you're probably right. I do remember when uh, we had Tyler Lockett on the show during the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I, I said, I'm like, why is there this rotating where the Rams can beat the Seahawks, yep. the Seahawks can beat the Niners, and the Niners can beat the Rams? And, you know, you got to talk about matchups. So that's always there as well and how the teams, you know, their strengths in defending. But we'll see if it holds true this weekend because if it does, then there really is something to it. All right. In college, football, Doug. A change is coming. The college football playoff title game is going to move up 30 minutes. Instead of kicking off at 8 o'clock Eastern time, it will now kick off at 7.30 Eastern time. For the kids. That is (laughs) for the kids. Uh, Unless, of course, USC makes it and then it's like 4 o'clock local time? (laughs) What What about those kids? Well, those those kids... Maybe they just have to uh, leave class early so they can go and see the start of kickoff. Sure enough. In an interview with the Australian Live Golf Commissioner, Greg Norman says they no longer have an interest in working things out with the PGA Tour. Norman squashed the truce topic, saying they have no interest in sitting down with the tour because, quote, our product is working, end quote. Hmm. This is Greg Norman, who's be- that's because the PGA Tour has suspended basically forever those the guys are playing in right like this has become a, a, absolutely become a peeing match right this is or there's another yeah yeah you, know you should change that. the k to a t on his nickname um, can I say that? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, at the end of an era in tennis, it's the big story of the day. Roger Federer calling it quits after 24 years as a professional. 20-time Grand Slam champion will play his last ATP match at the Labor Cup next week in London. Looked it up. He, you know, uh, and, and you may have, uh, or Patrick McEnroe may have said this, in thinking of eras, like I think of the Sampras Agassi era and then the Federer era, you know, later on with Nadal and Djokovic. But Sampras and Federer played just once in their career. It was at Wimbledon in 2001, and Federer uh, topped Sampras in a five set match. Did not know that. Yeah, and like around the 16, it was the only time they ever played against each other uh, professionally. Yeah, and that's the that's press. The press. 
Uh, Ramos has the Chargers. The rest of us have the Chiefs. I have the Chiefs and the under. So for for what it's worth, you can do that at, at DraftKings. The Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, I will point out that I do every once in a while, I get kind of nasty watching the TV. I'll be wondering because some of tonight I'll be watching on the phone. I don't want to curse at the TV when the Chargers do a Charger, but maybe they don't Charger because they're the new Chargers. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to pick against them, but hope they win. That's what you do with your team, right? Right. It's Doug Gottlieb show. Enjoy Fox Sports Radio. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.